When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is April 9th, and yes, we're going to talk about baseball. Sean and I went six innings, one and run three. It's one walk and eight strikeouts yesterday. Velocity is there, 94 plus. You love to see it. The changeup is looking good. The slider is a little interesting. I don't really believe in that quite yet, but uh, I do like the fact that between the changeup and the slider, we had 10, 10 whiffs. It's so good. I'm so super happy he had 76 pitches. He should be good for 80-85 in the next one. And if the Giants stop doing weird things to Ross Stripling, I'd be really happy as well as he came in for 1.2 innings for forward runs. And I thought this was a six-man rotation for the Giants. It's not. Hi, we're the Giants. We're going to do weird things. It's really dumb. And it bothers me immensely because Ross Stripling also had a really nice schedule ahead. But I guess he doesn't now. It's very odd. It does feel like Sean Manai and Anthony Escafani are more of the one through five now with Ross Stripling not doing well against the Yankees and he do well in this. I don't know. Monitor the situation. At the very least, Sean Manai needs to be held on to. Uh, Jordan Montgomery won seven innings, zero and runs three. It's two walks and nine strikeouts against the Brewers. Amazing to see it. He was an auto start yesterday, if you remember that. I didn't expect it to be this good. Um, he went over, actually, at 100 pitches exactly. He should be around the top 50 starters because he's not really this high-ceiling guy. He's not going to have 9K, 0 runs, and 7 innings consistently. This is not the man that he is for the full year, but he's also not really that terrible. So he's going to be around the 40s and 50s all season. You should be holding on to him in all 12-teamers. Jeffrey Springs, 43% CSW. King Cole, he's doing amazing things. He's going to get a much bigger challenge, though, next week against Boston as he went against the Athletics and... They're not very good. Neither were the Tigers. So we haven't really seen him get pushed and challenged. I'm curious what we'll see against the, the Red Sox. But obviously, the changeup is just so good. Uh, Nick Lodolo is killing it. Seven in innings of zero and runs. Three hits, two walks, and 12 strikeouts. 15 whiffs. Insane to see that. He has 37 whiffs in his first two games now, Nick Lodolo. Uh, you just keep going with this. I hope he's fine with his command. That was a big thing last year is that every so often his fastball would not really do the things it wanted to do, and the curve won't be as consistent, but so far, so good, and you'll love it for Nick Lodolo. Michael Walker had much better overall ability last night against the Atlanta Braves. Six innings, zero and runs, two hits, one walk, and ten strikeouts. 16 whiffs, 35% CSW. It was not as good as you would think here. This isn't, oh my gosh, Michael Walker is ridiculous, and I'm so silly for not caring about it before. His velocity is still a little bit down as he did start later on in the spring. Uh, but I really think his command was that good. It just kind of all worked, and I'm glad it did. Um, I mean, I imagine it's just going to get picked up and started against the Brewers now, and I just hope that it goes well. That's all I have to say about that. Michael Walker, I don't really think, is going to break out. People are going to say, like, oh, from last year to now, this is what he has. I'm sure you're going to see a lot of it. It's strange. Um, yeah, that, that's also, I mean, he should be on the list and like he should be in like the 70s or 80s, I guess, at this point. Because, yeah, sure, it's starting against the Brewers and just see what happens. But I don't really think this is breakout season for Michael Walker. Could I think it did well against the Marlins? Great. And now he gets the Athletics and Nationals in two of his next three games. It's insane. Good stuff, Could I think. We're, we're really happy it's going well for you. Six innings, one and run three. It's three walks. Six Ks. Good stuff. 
Justin Steele. Six innings, one run, four hits, four walks, three Ks. As he survived against Texas, got the win. His fastball was in the zone and it got by, I guess. Uh, I, I'm still thinking he's a cherry bomb and he has two starts against the Dodgers next. So, not for me. Marco Gonzalez against the Guardians, 5.2 innings, one run, six hits, three walks, five Ks. A very poor quality start was just one out away from Marco Gonzalez. And that's really like what he does. Um, if you're chasing this, you're chasing the win, you got one, be happy with that, and we move on. Billy Falter was a stream pick of the day. Five innings, one run, four hits, zero walks, two Ks. I don't really buy this whatsoever. He's throwing softer, and he's only good against the matchups, but cool. Thanks a lot, Falter, and we move on. Johnny Brito against the Orioles got the win. Five innings, one run, three hits, two walks, two Ks. Pretty similar to the first start we saw against the Giants, save for fewer strikeouts. And entering this one, I didn't really think that he'd go 92 pitches. He did. Uh, I didn't think he'd go more than five. Okay, fine. There you go. He, I didn't really see him as a strikeout arm. That's right in line. I mean, this changeup is really the major thing. And it's about ratios with him. I didn't really think he could replicate it. So I wasn't really into this one. But here you go. He did it. Good ERA. Good whip. You got the win. Uh, Johnny Brito's pretty cool. I don't know how the Yankees are going to move forward with him. But I will say, concerning that Clark Schmidt, Schmidt isn't really that impressive at the moment, even when Luis Severino does return, I wonder if the Yankees are going to go with Brito instead of Schmidt. Uh, we'll see. If, if Brito's doing great, uh, why would they keep around Schmidt and or uh, Herman instead? It doesn't make sense if they're not doing good things. So Brito is an interesting guy to add at the moment. He does get the Twins and then the Angels next. I don't know if that's really that great concern. He doesn't get a ton of strikeouts, and it's likely that the ratios are not going to sustain itself. Keep in mind, he needed 92 pitches to go through five innings here. So, he's not so amazing. There's no breaking ball that gets me going. Uh, it's just the changeup um, that is really good, and that he throws decent enough fastballs, right? Um, Trevor Williams against... Wow. Against the... The Rockies in cores, 5.1 innings, two and runs, five at zero walks, four Ks. It's, oh, I'm getting flashbacks. What was it, 2018, 2019, Trevor Williams? It was ridiculous. Um, We're not doing this. Uh, Charlie Morton wasn't, you know, he had a terrible whip near, uh, not near, it was 1.8 whip in five innings, but two and runs and six Ks as he took the loss against the Padres. This is better. He's not quite uh doing everything we want him to do. The fastball is not good. We're not getting all the called strikes that we want to see with it to allow him to, to soar with the, the curveball. But he does get the Royals next, and that should be a lot better for Charlie Morden. Um, there are other guys to talk about from yesterday's games and, of course, today and tomorrow's streamers. And we'll talk about those after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions 
who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Martin Perez, five innings, two and runs, five hits, zero walks, and five strikeouts. Glad it kept going. The command was not necessarily pristine. A lot of pitches in the middle of the zone here, but he did get pitch separation that is sinkers for the most part staying where you want it to be um, arm side and cutters went glove side, all that kind of stuff. But I, yeah, I don't really love it. He gets the Astros next and I think we just move on and don't take the risk here with Martin Perez. Tanner Halk went against the Tigers, did not burn you. That's good. Um, the sliders were 43% C stuff, but I just don't trust the other stuff and I don't really want to go after Tanner Houck, especially considering that Whitlock and Bayo should be returning somewhat soon and Houck likely gets ousted. Cal Quantrill against the Mariners, five innings, three runs, seven hits, one walk, three Ks. He gets the Nationals and the Tigers next. Like, that's what you want Cal Quantrill for, so I guess we uh, we go with that and we talk later. Trevor Rogers against the Mets, 4.2 innings, three runs, four hits, two walks, five Ks, 16 whiffs, 32% CSW. I don't really think he's there yet, though. I think he's still kind of figuring everything out. Uh, I know the whiffs were there, but it's like, I, I feel like we're still chasing the first half of 2021. Um, he gets cores ahead. I feel as if it's just not worth it yet for Trevor Rodgers. Cole Irvin against the Yankees, 4.2 innings, 300 runs, for its four rocks, five Ks. This is, yeah, we don't start Cole Irvin against teams like this. Uh, Joe Ryan, Four runs, but six innings, three hits, one walk, ten strikeouts, nineteen whiffs for a gallows pole for Joe Ryan. Zero to fifty percent CSW and forty-six four seamers. And guess what? This was against the Astros. Only eighty-one pitches too. Uh, there's still work to be done, I think, with the splitter and the sweeper for Joe Ryan. But if that fastball runs fourteen whiffs like it did, I mean, it's such a good foundation, and he's just ready to soar. Uh, Mike Clevenger went against the Pirates. Everyone after the first, sorry, he did well against the Astros. Like, surely we got to lean on him against the Pirates and 5.1 innings of forward runs. Eight hits, two walks, one strike. And how am I going to butter my bread with this? Mike Clevenger, we can just kind of move on. And that's fine with me. I am glad he had a nice, good start against the Astros where it was just fastball slider and his fastball velocity was higher than this one. And the slider wasn't as good as it was in that first one against the Pirates here. Yeah, we just don't do it. Cool. Only four whiffs and 88 pitches for Mike Clevenger. Oh, boy. Luis Garcia went against the Twins. Four innings, four and runs, sixes, three walks, and four strikeouts. The cutter and slider combined for 23% CSW. The four-seamer was down nearly two ticks, and he does not have a good schedule moving forward. You hold on in 15-teamers. In your 12-teamers, I think there's going to be better options for you. Jose Brios is the great undulator who is just... The pendulum is just hanging out on one side waiting to drop again. Four innings, four and runs, six. That's a one walk, five Ks. You just don't want to do Jose Barrios as he goes against the Angels. Well, he went against the Angels. Did not do well. Just don't do it. Brady Singer against the Giants. A little surprising here. Six innings, five and runs, eight hits, zero walks, and four Ks. The sinker was down in velocity and uh, and on the, the slider as well, about 1.5 ticks. I really don't think he's much different than previous years. And this is the... This is who Singer is. He's got a ton of called strikes. That's why it's five whiffs, but a 33% CSW. With that sinker, I just think that this is Brady Singer. Don't worry about the velocity. It'll come back up. Brady Singer is kind of volatile. And he only really has those two pitches. And when the slider isn't getting all the whiffs, then he doesn't have anything else. It's just how it works for him. He got singled out. You could say two eight hits here, 500 runs. 
um, yeah, this is what you signed up for with Brady Singer. It'll be better. Austin Gomber against the Nationals in course. Yeah, you know this. It's all right. Uh, Tyler Anderson against the Jays. It was against the Jays. This is where you don't want to start Tyler Anderson. The changeup is still fine. Like, just play by matchups. Shintaro Fujinami is a cherry bomb. And what do you know? Four walks in just one strike. How am I going to butter my bread with this? You don't want to go after Fujinami. Zach Davies actually has an oblique injury. So he didn't do well against the Dodgers. Then we have Dre Jameson likely going to step in his place. And maybe Brandon fought it opens up. I don't know. Maybe when uh, Bumgarner finally just says, yeah, okay, fine. I shouldn't be doing this. Then we get fought. But this is one of the dominoes that will fall to get Brandon fought in the majors. As far as Dre Jameson goes, he might get the Marlins if he does just slot into Zach Davis's spot. Um, that's really good, but there might be a low pitch count for Dre Jameson if that's the case. So keep that in mind. Vince Velasquez went against the White Sox. One strike at four walks is how am I going to butter my bread with this, which is unfortunate because you kind of think that there is a side that Velasquez could have done well there, but no. Joey Wentz against the 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 Red Sox really disappointing 1.2 innings of five run runs one hit four walks zero Ks ugh and there's a chance that Garrett Hill would take the spot because like why do they really want to lean on on Wentz but he didn't do so well three innings in relief after I don't know maybe we'll see more Joey Wentz the velocity is at least still still good he has opportunity now I I just we're all ignoring this. And the last two here, Eric Lauer and Noah Syndergaard. They're essentially guys that you go against in weak opponents, but they didn't get them. Uh, Lauer against the Cardinals and Syndergaard against Arizona. I overranked him yesterday. I remember him thinking I was, but I stuck with it and I shouldn't have. And I messed up. And that's on me, y'all. Um, four innings, six earned runs, eight hits, zero walks, two Ks. Slider was a lot worse. One for 14 CSW on it with just 50% strikes. Heater fell down, ticked to 93. But Arizona's actually a better offense then I think I've been giving them credit. Also, Syndicard, not good at holding on runners, and they just, you know, they're going to steal a lot too. Um, Syndicard is a Toby. And just treat him like such. He should be better than this for the Dodgers against middling or worse teams. I think Arizona maybe deserves like at least the third tier, not the second tier offense. Um, while Eric Lauer, his fastball is down to 90-91 now instead of 93-95. to Like, just avoid Eric Lauer. Um, looking forward to today's games and tomorrow's. Uh, the first tier we have Drew Rasmussen, Freddie Peralta, Nessa Cortez, and George Kirby. Not many elite options here, but I think you're just going to start all of those. Probable start tier also really John Gray against the Cubs. You should be doing. Reed Detmers gets the Jays. And I love Reed Detmers, but yeah, that's that's a tough one. It's up to you if you want to do that. I'm just going to do it. Anthony Descafani's stream pick of the day against the Kansas City Royals. Now, the questionable start tier is massive. And if you want to shift this around, go ahead. Um, Tyler Malley against the Astros. He looked good in the first one. I don't know if the velocity is going to stick at 93.8. And the Astros are good. Tywin Walker is weird and generally okay, but I don't know what to make of him. He goes against the Reds. That's up to you. Jameson Tyone didn't do well in his first start, but hopefully the Breakers are better today against the Rangers. Chris Bubich is a very interesting one against the Giants. He showed a lot of promise in that first start. It's a very sneaky play today. If you're looking for something and you got nothing else on the wire, um, velocity was up, the changeup looked good, the command was better, the, you got whiffs, Giants aren't too scary, in Oracle Park, we'll see, uh, for Chris Bubich there, uh, Carlos Carrasco, you would think against the Marlins would be a lock, but his velocity fell tremendously later on that start against the Brewers, don't know if that's going to come through here, um, Hunter Brown against the Marlins, uh, not the Marlins, the Twins, 
Didn't look great in that first start. It's a good win chance with the Astros, but then Minnesota is actually a decent offense. We'll see there. Michael Kobeck looked horrendous against the Giants, and now we get the Pittsburgh Pirates who just messed up Clevenger. So I don't know if I want to do that. And then you have like tougher matchups. You have like Seth Lugo, who I do like, but he gets Atlanta, and that's, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Michael Grove going against Arizona. If he gets his four-seamers up, I think that can really go well for him because his breaking balls are really good down the zone. We'll see. Dylan Dodd is a fun one, but it's the Padres. Don't know if he can pull that off, but he did well against the Cardinals, so we'll see. Matthew Boyd against the Red Sox. That, he didn't pitch so badly in the first one. The Red Sox aren't a fun one to start against, but that could work out. James Caprillion, he's a volatile guy with his command fastballs and sliders. Gets the Rays, they could punish him. Yusei Kikuchi, we don't know what we're going to get there against the Angels. And Tyler Wells, I'm hosting the Yankees at least is in Camden, but that can go south very, very quickly. And in the do not start tier, Zach Plesak, Cutter Crawford, Ryan Nelson. You don't really want to do these. Yohan Aviedo has obviously some some upside with his... Uh, with his big slider, but the fastball command is terrible. Braxton Garrett has not looked good against the Mets. Connor Overton, not Graham Ashcraft. It's Connor Overton today against the Phillies. Um, Ryan Feltner and Chai Cooler going off uh, against each other in uh, Coors. And Jake Woodford, the Amish Mustang. You just don't want to start whatsoever against the Brewers or anyone. Tomorrow, we've got a lot of aces. Sandy Alcantara, Luis Castillo, Julio Urias, uh, Fran Valdez, Dylan Cease, Max Scherzer, you Darvish, Bieber, and... Logan, G- Logan Webb and Zach Gallon. You're going to start all of these. Yes, Webb against the Dodgers. Yes, Gallon, even though he's been slow. It's fine. It's the Brewers. Yes, Max Scherzer against the Padres. I know it's been a little bit weird, but you're still going to do that. Same with Darvish against the Mets and even Bieber with his lower velocity against the Yankees. Just do with that. It's fine. Uh, I'm sure not all of them are going to be amazing, but like you got to start them. The, the odds are in your favor. Uh, the probable start tier, Kenta Maeda is going against the White Sox. It's not the Marlins, and the splitter wasn't quite there last time, but I'm still going to likely be starting that. Same with Andrew Heaney. I know it was a terrible first start, but it's the Royals. And, like, come on, small sample, first start of the year. Get that out of the way. And Kyle Gibson actually is in the probable start tier as he goes against Oakland. It's a fantastic matchup. He's hosting him inside of Camden. I think this is exactly why you have Kyle Gibson. And if you're not starting for this, they're kind of like, what are you doing with Kyle Gibson? This is the perfect Toby start. So he is my stream pick of the day. Also, I almost went with it. Questionable start tier is Jose Suarez at the top against the Nationals. This actually is a really nice one because he's really good against lefties and the Nationals are not scary and this just feels like a very good start um, for for Jose Suarez but he's a volatile guy so I don't really know but he's the top of the questionable start tier. Domingo Herman against the Guardians could go well if he does have his curveball. Bryce Elder did look good in his first night against the Reds and it's a good win chance so I like those three as my, my favorite three of the questionable start tier but then Graham Ashcraft is on the other side of that against Atlanta and He's not finished. He's like, it's not a polished product yet. So, Graham Ashcraft, I don't know if I feel good about that. Nick Pavetta against the Rays. It's a decent strikeout play, but otherwise, I don't really want to trust that. Wade Miley gets Arizona. Like, he did get his first start, but Arizona's kind of good. Steven Matz actually looked really good in his first one, despite the line, but it goes to Coors. But then again, Coors hasn't been Coors yet. Um, Zach Greinke is <laughs> Zach Greinke against the Rangers. And J.P. Sears uh, has a good slider now. And he's in Camden, and that could work out for him. So the, all of those are in the questionable start tier. And the do not start tier, I really wanted to put Matt Strom into the questionable start tier, but he's probably going to be like 70 pitches, and it wasn't that good last time, but it is the Marlins. But no, you can't really do that. Ramonsi Contreras, some might contest this, but Contreras is going against the Astros. I didn't really like what I saw against the Red Sox, despite him surviving. I think you just avoid this. Drew Smiley was not good in his first outing, and the Mariners are good, and it could work out against his uh, former club as he doesn't have a socky arm anymore but 
yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, Josh Fleming against the Red Sox. I have no interest in that. And Herman Marquez in cores against the Cardinals. Absolutely not. While Patrick Corbin never against the Angels. All right. That is it for today. Thanks so much for all your support. Good luck this week. Um, but that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babas below and your strikeouts high.